Welcome back to the Continuum, Ads. So I'm Kyle and that's Adam. Hey guys. Yeah, You're right. all's good, all's good. good. So good. Uh, tell me, uh, let's continue with your your school stories, yeah, please. School stories. Um, yes, it's quite a surprise. This one sticks in my head despite school being so long ago. But um, So me and my friends, we were in music class, which everyone knows music blow off class no one's you know we all love music but we're not going to be musicians let's face it the majority of us who who makes us a musician so we're all what what instruments did they make you play though uh keyboard mainly <laughs> keyboard oh, hold on so how many keyboards did they have in this oh, class they had loads of keyboards i mean all playing at once no <laughs> i'm gonna say no oh, mate it was a long time ago hold on all with headphones or, or just all out loud all out loud, I think. But you'd <laughs> you'd separate. You'd basically no, no. Not everyone <laughs> had one. I think you'd work in groups of like three or four, and then okay. you'd sort of dart off to the corners of the room and you'd tune tune into that keyboard in particular. All right, uh, okay. And they, they they also had this uh this other room where people would go to, you know, get a bit of quiet so they could uh, work on their music. Now. We went into this room, which, as I say, music's such a blow-off class that we would just go in there and dick about. <laughs> and uh, there was this cupboard in there, a uh, cupboard in this uh, in this room, and it had three shelves in it. And I'm assuming it was for instruments. I, c- I can't remember for sure, but we pulled out whatever was in there and just chucked it on the floor. One of my mates got in the middle shelf. <laughs> no. One of my mates got on the bottom shelf. I got in the middle shelf. And another one of my mates got in the top shelf because we thought, you know, this would be fun. And then uh, two of our other mates closed the door on us and then pushed the piano up against it that was in that room. Oh, man. So we we were essentially locked in this cupboard. <laughs> and uh, the next time, the next thing that happens is the door opens and it's the teacher. Now. I had a perfect view of the guy's crotch. Another guy was just looking at his legs. And then the other guy saw his face. Man, that was detention for like a week. But it was the story. If we ever tell that, man, we're laughing so hard. It's just one of those. It's just the things you do when you're a kid at school. It's just, Mm. for some reason, you've got this. It's the joy of growing up Mm. that... You've got this belief that you know better than everybody else. Mm, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that this teacher's makes, fifty or sixty years old. Makes no sense. You, does you, it? You're, you've been on this planet for fifteen or sixteen years. You are smarter than everybody else, <laughs> and it just when you're telling that, it reminded me of because so I went to an all boys uh, school mm. and was Catholic as well. Catholic as well, man. And I then I kind of decided that I'm I'm not really into school. What do they call it? Cath- Catholicism. Catholicism. Mm. Um, I don't believe in in God really. So why should I do mass? And why should I do religious education? Mm. So you what, know, what so, happens in that situation? So I just decided, well, I'm not going to those classes. If everyone else is doing, I'm just not going to go to the class. Mm. You know, I'll just go hang out. And so I found, you know, 
at, during those times, I just kind of walk around because obviously, if you, the one thing I did figure out is if you walk around the school like you've got some kind of purpose instead mm. of just walking into an empty class or something and acting like you're bunking, if you just walk around, yeah, people like you've got some kind of purpose. You're just going from one building to another. Yeah, people don't ask questions. Mm. Um, but then at one point, I did find this um, this guy. Um, what was he? Wasn't um, Hindi or I'm trying to think what Tamil? I think he was a. I think he was Tamil. Oh, I don't know that's that another one. religion. All right. Um, and he was in the same grade as we were. And like, oh, what what are you doing here? And he's like, well, you know, he's Tamil, so he's not. He's not going to no this Catholic mass thing or whatever. I was like, well, yeah, well, we we don't believe in God. We'll, we'll just hang out with you for a bit then. <laughs> and you know, you kind of did it. We did it for. A I want to say probably about five or six lessons. Mm. Eventually a teacher kind of comes into one of those rooms and they're like, what the hell are you guys doing? In here? <laughs> and you're just like, we're Tamil. So yeah, we're Tamil now. So, <laughs> you know, but I kind of group it growing from it was, it started just like, you know, me and, and a friend. And then obviously we, we then joined one of our, one of the guys I went to school with, you know, or the, mm. the guy that was Tamil. Mm-hmm. And then by that point, you got another two or three guys all kind of joining us. Like we got this cult that's just kind of building in the background of people that <laughs> don't believe in Catholicism anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. School days, eh? School days. Yeah. It's just weird how you think. Yeah. Again, you know better than everybody. You, know, you try to get away with stuff. One of my, and teachers have seen it all. Yeah. I'm sorry, but they have. One of my mates, he used to. He just didn't go to school. He used to just, he used to get dressed up in his school uniform and everything. He'd walk out, out of the house. He'd go and wait somebody, somewhere, wait for his mum to go to work, and he'd just go back to the house. Just, <laughs> and, he'd just and he'd just be there all day. It was amazing. It was absolutely well, I've, amazing. I've got respect for people that can do that, though. <laughs> You know, and and not just do it, but get away with it. Well, like every time that he did go to school, they would give him a letter, say, "Right, you need to take this home and show your mum." What is he going to do there? He just bin it. <laughs> so, I don't want to find it out why I'm bunking off all the time. Well, we so I went to um, a couple of different schools. I'll get into the, the strange, strange educations that I've had. But that that did remind me is one of the schools that I went to. I had to also show show the parents notes in my you know mm. we had a diary mm. that we had to kind of fill in and anytime we had issues or whatever else they'd write in this diary and we have to get the petite you know get our parents to sign it. I didn't get my parent to sign it. I just signed it myself. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. My dad's signature is just a funny M. I just used to draw that. Yeah. I just uh, and I think that again this. I, th- I want to say maybe I was nine or 10 when I was kind of doing this and yeah, and me being the smart ass that I was, I, I mean, my surname starts with an S, but for some reason, I think when I was doing the signature, I was doing like a Z like Zorro. <laughs> so I thought that just looked cool. And of course it got picked up at one point. Some teacher was like, why is your signature Z instead of an S? <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool okay yeah and uh yeah so needless to say i did get busted eventually mm-hmm. as you always do but one of the um 
schools that that I went to, because um, I think a lot of schools will follow the same kind of format. You know, you'll sit down in a class mm-hmm. and you'll have the teacher at the front and, you know, they'll do their lesson and you have to then, um, you know, do your homework or whatever else. One school that I went to when I was growing up had, I think it was called an ACE education. Like every every schooling kind of system has got its own kind of name. Mm. But this school, what you had to do was you had a cubicle, if you can call it that. And you had to sit in your cubicle. <clears throat> you would have almost an allocated time each day of when you'd look at it. And you would have your own booklets to work in. Mm-hmm. And the booklets themselves would have the whole lesson in the booklet, like a big textbook, right. and would have exercises that you kind of needed to fill in. So you were just teaching yourself. Yeah, basically. Really? And Jeez. when you finish the um when you finish your exercises, you then needed to go up to like one of the main um they had like this big table with just all the answers in basically. And you go there and you have to come compare your answers to what the other answers are and you know yes this is right that's wrong that's right that's wrong and then if you got so many right you move on to the next one if you're wrong then you have to redo it mm. and it's just it, sounds like a at the time theory. i didn't really think about it you just gotta you just gotta do it yeah you know as you're young but when i look about it now i was like wow that's a you're putting a lot of trust in kids yeah. <laughs> to get yeah. on and do that yeah and and the people that were there, I would, you know, if you if you're struggling on understanding or comprehending things, you could put up. They had these like flags that because you're in your cubicle. This this is a joke, of, isn't it? This is this isn't real. Hundred percent true. This isn't real. You're just making up stories now. Hundred percent true. Uh, I'll tell you the school afterwards because uh, I think it's a lot of my answers on on Google when I've forgotten what my passwords are. Ask me what was oh, my yeah. school that I remember. So. Um, but yeah, hundred percent legitimate. And but I mean, the logo was pretty. The the logo of the education system was pretty cool because ACE has got something to do with America, I think. Oh, right. Because all the stories were America and how proud you are in being American. <laughs> so I think the the emblem for of, the whole of, education system was of an eagle. Of, of all the schooling systems to take, uh, you know, to follow, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend the American one. <laughs> Sorry, you know what, American I, listeners, but. You know, yeah. Again, but I think I think even then it is. You did. I mean, I did vote in Trump, Trump, so you know. Yeah, this is true. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably the latest textbooks that they've got in there got some kind of Trump following in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just strange. I mean, I've watched a lot of films. Obviously, that's not the way the education system works in America from the films that I've seen. Hmm. So, um, you know, basing it on real facts there. Yeah, of course, naturally, as we but, always do. Yeah, but it was, it was strangely, it worked strangely well in in that you had reward systems. I, again, okay. I, I don't know how hard this person was that kind of like came up with this whole concept, but it had this reward system where you had to read, for example, a book a week, and you had to finish so many of these textbooks per week. And if you did, you would get an, like an A, a C, or an E. I think E was like the best. Who's who's, who's verifying that though? I could go. I could go into school and say, yeah, I read, read a book last week. 
Well, they would they would test you out on it. They're definitely they they you say you've read a book and they'll do you'll have to do a book review and tell them exactly what the book was about and they'll ask you a couple of questions. Mm. There was one I remember I didn't finish the book, but it's like if I didn't get this, then I wouldn't get my E. Mm. Uh, if that was the best one, <clears throat> and you would then have to, if if you got all the E's for like a month, then you would go on an outing, like you'd go ice skating for the day. Damn. <clears throat> I mean, if you can go ice skating at in school, Africa, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, to find in Africa, ice anywhere in Africa is pretty impressive. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. But again, it, it it worked. That kind of motivation, definitely, yeah. To to, but that's with anything, isn't it? You need motivation to. to you need a reason. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've just got to set up like maybe I've got to get in touch and see what their their reward systems are now, so mm. I can get on with having to try to go to the gym like three three days a week, or <laughs> <laughs> well, in the hope that they'll reward you with ice skating. It's like, yeah, I can go ice skating this month. Woohoo. You wouldn't want to if you did too many leg days in a month. Yeah, this is true. Although, um, so the the new year's kind of been and gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've kind of got a new workout routine. So for the listeners, we ads and I do try to stay fairly active. We try. Yeah, we try. Um it's very difficult I, with kids, but <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And and I must say, I absolutely detest the gym in January. Mm. Uh, Tell me about it. I think it. January's one month I don't want to go to just the gym. So many noobs. Yeah, so many people there. And you know when you kind of just want to talk to them and just say, guys, just do yourself a favor. Don't don't bother coming back. You're not going to be here <laughs> yeah, in a couple no, of weeks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Friday at our gym is one of the quietest days. Normally, yeah, it's too. normally one of the quietest mornings in the gym. And the other day, it was rammed. Me and me and my buddy were in there, like, God, January gym goers, they're just everywhere. And like you say, you know, they're not going to be there in a couple of weeks. Why bother? Yeah, and I'll tell you why they why they do it is because they think they're going to keep it going. And the gyms think, oh, you know, we'll we'll put out an offer for like I don't know half price gym membership for January. Yeah. I know so many people are going to sign up and probably a good percentage of those are going to forget to cancel their gym membership as well. So they're just making, making bank off of these people. Yeah, oh, man. I, I would, I would love to know the, the size of the gyms that they've got. Hmm. We, we've spoken outside the pot about this, but if you had to tell everyone to get inside that building, it's like, I think most gyms, you could not even get every single person inside the building. If you had to squeeze them shoulder to shoulder. What, what do you mean? Every, the, every membership? Every person uh, every with a membership. membership. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could even. And I go to a mass, I've go to a, a leisure center, mm. which again, for, I mean, I was kind of ignorant to this when I was kind of growing up, but for the other listeners, a, a leisure center in the UK is basically a, a, a center for, your kind of local area. I thought you were going to say a center for leisure then. (laughs) (laughs) State the obvious. Yeah, sorry, Tom. Depending on the scale of your leisure center, you could have a swimming pool, a gym, you know, some kind of uh, courts or like netball courts. Mm. Um, Well, I don't know what other... 
I don't do much yeah. around my, yeah, my so gym apart from going squash, to the gym and swimming. Squash, yeah, swimming squash pool. courts. Yeah, yeah, all the all that. So my gym's got a soft play. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've been there too. Oh yeah, of course. You came there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there today. It's good fun. Well, my, my gym's got rock climbing. So as oh, it actually, that's cool. Yeah. So Leah, well, Leisure centers. <laughs> I just don't know why the, I don't know why they bother building rock climbing on the inside. I, I, I kind of guess from this country it's like because they don't want to do it in the rain. Mm. If you can do rock climbing, why not just build it on the outside of the building? Yeah. Like, just like you say, it's because a few holes it's England. And, We've, we've yeah. just spent the last, what, three weeks of just constant rain. It, I must say, I've been uh, here, yeah, a few years. It does get to this time of year nowadays, and I'm like, depressed. this is just <laughs> crap. I yeah. uh, hate it. Yeah. When it just rains constantly. Mm. And I think, unfortunately, there is a kind of stereotypical weather thing about the UK, which to some extent I'm kind of glad about. Yeah. Because a lot of people, oh, why would you want to move to the UK? It's shit. I'm, I tell people the same thing. Yeah, because I don't want everyone coming <laughs> don't here. Want everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, but otherwise, I love it here. Like the, you know, especially summers. Oh man, they're beautiful. Yeah. They, they, they. I want to say they're warm, but they're not too hot. It's yeah. just otherwise, it's perfect. You know, I think one of the big things about culture here is when you see when you see the sun in this country, you will change your plans to go appreciate the weather yeah yeah whereas being from south africa you open blinds and you go or the curtains and you go oh what a lovely day sunny and you just sit inside and watch tv all day yeah do you have aircon you You got aircon we we didn't no i don't even know if aircon was invented when i was a kid I mean, it, so this isn't this isn't like the the Dubai story ads where people just leave their aircons on oh, yeah. in their cars all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the weather. Yeah, the weather's. You know, it it it's nice to get the seasons. You got you got to. That's got to be said because if you lived somewhere where it was just one weather all year round, it would just be boring, wouldn't it? Like if it was just sunny constantly. All year yeah. round, you'd just be like, eh, "Yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit of like snow or a bit of rain." Yeah, like yeah again, I think you kind of just you forget about it, don't you? But I mean, you've been to you've been to Oz as well. I mean, my sister's been to Oz. They, they don't really have a winter there, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do in certain areas. I mean, when I went over there, oh God, what was the date? June, I think. I, I think it was June when I went over there. So. It was lovely and sunny here. When I got when I got off the plane there, I had to put a coat on. So I was like, "I've come to Australia, and it's raining." Oh, by the way, I uh, I'm watching this um, documentary series, which we've got to get into. Um, but the outback does have water. Oh, so <laughs> God, going back to episode four. Yeah, the um, when it goes when I. When I was watching it, yeah, I've got this. You've got this vision in your mind, haven't you? Or your through your mind's eye. Mm. When you go, you talk about the outback in Australia. You kind of think of Mad Max, desert, Mad Max, just yeah. a yeah. desert. You know, yeah, just these like one road that's going straight for miles. Mm-hmm. You know, the air is rock. That's just nothing. It's just dry. Yeah, man, I 
I'll watch this documentary. I'll, I'll, have you seen Limitless, the National Geographic one with uh, Chris no, Hemsworth? No, I haven't actually. I would actually, it's on Disney at, mm. uh, at the moment, so I'd highly recommend it. I almost um, started it the other day, actually. But Yeah, I think, you know, especially if you're, I mean, uh, obviously from watching the show, I'm I'm in peak physical condition at the moment, so I don't need to do anything. So, um, but they went into, they went into the outback um, and they had to kind of navigate their way through, through the outback without te- any technology and, and that's it. It was it was really interesting. I just found interesting that there wasn't uh, any desert anywhere. Oh. It was beautiful, lush forests. And... How is that even possible? <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> there must there must be pumping some water in from yeah. the sea or something. Yeah. I don't know, planes or something going over and making it rain. Yeah, it does um, lead me to one of the episodes was talking about fasting. Mm. Um, what, have you no. have you tried fasting no. or no no not on purpose yeah like, if I'm ill I've maybe done it but <laughs> yeah I wouldn't it just I, um, don't, I don't think I could do it on purpose um it leads me to too many bad memories considered of my, like of intermittent my... fasting because that's supposed to be quite good for muscle growth and um fat uh loss <laughs> what, what's intermittent fasting so you have like breakfast or something eight o'clock okay and then sounds you, good and then you don't eat again for like eight hours ten hours and then you have dinner and that's it yeah but maybe between dinner and breakfast you're allowed to eat as much as you like i can't remember See, I don't know. I want to say most of the people that say that they do that or they only eat one meal a day are probably the most unhealthy-looking people I've ever seen. Mm, Mind no, you, they I've don't exercise. Seen a few and, people that do. Well, yeah, they he does. They do exercise. The people that I know, they yeah, do it. and yeah, it's hard to get shredded, oh, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother. I think that's the one thing. Uh, Overall, that I've kind of taken away is exercise is just the key to to everything, and mental, and we've gone on mental about health. If you, yeah, you know, it makes a massive difference to my mental health. Yeah, I don't, you know, I've, I've kind of done always. I want to say I've all, I feel like I've almost done a bit of running and then mm. a bit of gym, and but then only in the last, only in the last few years, I, I was as we kind of talked about earlier, I was one of those guys that got a gym membership, probably mm. went about five or six times and didn't go for the rest of the year. Mm. So I didn't enjoy it. But like now I'm, I'm really excited about going to the gym and I enjoy it. And it's just to kind of get into yeah. the zone. And I don't know what's, what flicked that switch in me. I think, you know, do you think it comes with age? Cause I, I've pretty much always been to the gym since I was 23 or so. Yeah. But when I was 23, I'd do it for like, yeah, a year or something. And then I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. And going to the gym was always a chore, you know, Mm. and then I'd stop for a good couple of years or whatever. And then I'd get another gym membership. Like this is the third time that I've signed on to this gym that I'm at at the moment. But this is the (laughs) longest that I've been doing it for. I've been doing it probably seven years now. I think I've been at this gym. And been yeah, like on it, you know, pretty they're much. They're probably losing time. money at this point. Who? They are. The gym are, yeah. yeah. If you've got a gym membership for that long, they must you've be been going money. for seven years. Yeah, I'm making, I'm 
doing well out of it. So well, then again, then again, they've got a cost of coffee in there, haven't they? That's that's ah oh, yeah, but they're not, they're not going to make any money off the Costa. Well, they're going to make some from uh, well, rental from rental, yeah, renting the space, but no, yeah, Costa is is the. I want to go out there and say it's one of the premium brands. Mm. It's they actually it's, aren't they in Bam? Hold on, do I think they're in Bam? Coca Cola? No, no, then no. I think that's Starbucks, isn't it? No, I think Costa it's, Coffee. I is think Costa because Costa's a UK brand. Oh, I want to see this. Hold Costa's on. a UK brand. I'm pretty sure it started in London in like 1972. I'm going to say. Here's a fun fact for you: the Coke um, on the third of January. 2019, the Coca-Cola company purchased Costa Coffee for $4.9 billion. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Do they have Starbucks so, as well? Oh, I don't know. Um, let me just have a have a quick look. That's pretty, Starbucks. That's pretty impressive. $4.9 yeah. billion. I don't I don't rate um Starbucks, so I'm just gonna go out there and say oh, that. Starbucks is rank. Their coffee's awful. You and I, we've, yeah. we've got similar tastes. We know what's good. Yeah, and definitely. even though Costa's not, you know, you could go to a like decent coffee shop or a, a what, what we what would you call it a um, independent coffee shop, and you'll come across some that have got like amazing coffee that's that's way better than Costa. But Costa's, you know, it's the go-to because it always provides the same coffee pretty much. You know, you, you're not getting a wildly yeah. different coffee every time you go well do you because again as as with anything else i want to try to try get how can they squeeze the profits out of anything else they always offer like oh do you want to try our you know special coffee mix or something for an extra quid or <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah and no. i was like no thanks yeah, yeah. I, I never get it because no, 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 i come into costa because i want their original their signature brand of coffee i don't want a different flavor yeah. of coffee for an extra quid i think it's but, 30p but even then you know it could be yeah. 30p wasted at the end of the day plus whatever you've paid for the coffee see i i don't know why but it is hit and miss with baristas yes. um you know we, we've spoken because again we, we we talk coffee you and me but sometimes it, it is <laughs> it is so hit and miss with barista i don't know how you can get coffee wrong because all you got to do is put and this is coming from <laughs> this is coming from a person who has no experience. Pretty as much a just throws, yeah. I just throw a cap a capsule in my coffee dispenser, and <laughs> that's and it. Off you go, yeah. But I'm just like sometimes I go, how can you get it this wrong? Mm. You know, and I enjoy. I mean, my my favorite's a mocha mm-hmm. for anybody that wants to to get me an ice cold mocha or something because it will be ice cold by the time I get it. <laughs> but uh, I actually sometimes prefer the machines because mm. they've got these automatic dispenser machines and where you can. You're just, always getting a consistent, yeah, a consistent unless, unless quality. The milk's off, you know, unless it's been chucked in the machine yeah. and no one's used it for a, a week. And you yeah, hope the, that people would clean it regularly. But who, do you know what? Maybe it's not as consistent as we think. <laughs> <laughs> now that, well, now that I'm putting in all the. the the this. one let's just say the one that i go to is generally consistent mm. so you know 
I have been it's... to I have been to some places where they have these machines, and you can see they haven't cleaned them for a long time because they're covered in coffee splatter, and they're just a damn mess. And you think, do I really want one from here? You know, what's, what's the odds they, have... they haven't changed the milk in a long time? Yeah, that that that's sounding pretty grim. I think that's the thing. They've got these like fascia panels, haven't they? Mm. It's just like hiding what's going on in the background and it's actually like really scary now that i think about it because <laughs> have you seen those uh um... so what water's going into it they've, they've got to have these things plumbed in so oh man where's that coming from what what do you mean well the water's oh, the probably water's... not coming from the tap is it and yeah, it's and probably connected as... to the same as the waste pipe or whatever hold on hold on <laughs> let's just talk about um the these water sources and and boilers mm. now uh ads and i used to work together in this other company <laughs> back in the day and God. we just uh um, i don't know what you're gonna talk about. I, I don't even know how we how we eventually looked into it but we had an automatic boiler that was kind of plugged into the main water source and i think for some reason it was just that the water was coming out a little bit slow or something um, well, we yeah. had to. I think we had to change the filter one day. No, it broke. Didn't it? it just stopped working. Yeah, yeah, that was it. The, the the whole boiler kind of stopped working. So, um, me being me, as I like to kind of investigate these things and try to see how I can break things even more, um, kind of opened it up, and <laughs> this thing was filled at that time. I don't know how long it had been there for, but filled. I want to say what maybe a third ads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, twenty percent yeah, to a third of quarter like, of the way full with lime scale, lime scale. just full of oh. lime scale. And <laughs> I mean, to the point get... where we scooped it all out, didn't we, and filled up a whole, well, probably two bowls worth. It was disgusting. Absolutely, yeah, frank. it's it's grim. And to think we were we were drinking, drinking coffee out of that for. Well, I mean, at that point, we've been there for a few months, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, you'd think though. We changed the filters on that thing regularly. Yeah, you'd think that by doing so, you wouldn't get any lime scale. So the water oh, yeah. in that area must have been so hard that it's just the filter didn't do enough. Yeah, but we got we do have some hard water down this part of the world, don't we? Mm. Yeah. So, and I don't know because up north they've got soft water, haven't they? Mm. Like that's, and that's in Cornwall, I think. Yeah, because I think it's a bit weird though. I think in Devon it was a bit, bit harder, but mm. um, yeah, again, there's so there's so many factors. That's why I love I love those places. The diversity <laughs> of everything, you know, it's such a I small mean, nation. Is how diverse everyone is. How do how does water? Do you have to go to the local river in South Africa, or is it? Yeah, is that, too, um, is that offensive? <laughs> I'm getting a bit too offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously don't mean that. I'm trying to offend Kyle. No one else. <laughs> yeah it's uh no we, we're we're plumbed in but i used to i used to enjoy the the water um mm. you know just getting out that's happened that there but they, they've got <clears throat> they've got so many problems uh in in the country now. Mm. basically my one of my family members doesn't actually trust the water source now you know they don't know what they're putting in it yeah and you know it's like at what point do you start getting a little bit like conspiracy what what would the word be? The cons- yeah, about the whole. It's like oh, they're putting all these chemicals in, and yeah. and mind you, there are those times when I, I remember when I was a kid, you'd 
turn the tap on and it almost come out like white. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. What's, what's that? And it's just like, oh, no, it's the chlorine or yeah. I don't know, whatever. Uh, fluoride. That's yeah, what the they fluoride say. Or that's, apparently that's what they put in the water over here. So I don't know. I don't think that's the same volumes though. Because mm. they put they put fluoride in the water in the States, don't they? That's the main... Yeah, and also I think I saw... A, it was on a documentary about them. Um, there was some sort of gas coming out of there with their water, and you were they were actually able to set fire to the water over there. No, I think I think that had to do with... Um, fracking. Oh, yeah, fracking. fracking. Yeah, I think that was the, the big issue. I don't really know but anything about fracking. Should we talk about that on the next one? Because it's pretty much time to go. <laughs> yeah okay let's let's talk fracking oh god <laughs> um we well you might have to do a bit of research because i haven't got a clue what it is no i'm i'm gonna um go with what i know at this point okay and uh that's good yeah I'll, good enough for I'll me highlight, i'll highlight all my um facts and statistics brilliant all right let's <laughs> catch everyone in the next one yeah take it easy guys take it easy bye Cheers.